Get ready for a journey into the heart of Bridgeport politics with In Absentia, a new podcast from Connecticut Public's investigative team, The Accountability Project. Learn about the city's past and present political dysfunction and the systems that enable it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Funding provided by Francisco L. Borges and the Melville Charitable Trust. Hey, I'm Kyone Wolf, and this is a bonus track from the first time that I spoke after a week-long vow of silence. It was for an episode of Audacious featuring two people who've had their own vows of silence, including an environmental activist who didn't speak for 17 years, with the exception of one time, and a Trappist monk whose lifestyle defaults to silence. All right, here's the audio from Facebook Live, which you can also watch at ctpublic.org audacious. The moment I intentionally made some noise. words all put into one. Thanks. My mom is here. I'm so glad you joined me. Oh my God, I'm talking. uh, (laughs) Chris, it's my whole family's here. It feels good. It feels... (laughs) Barbara, I think they like the old Kyone. Yeah, I'm sorry. Come here, Gray. Come. Oh, cool thing about this whole week has been Gray has learned a lot of um, gestures instead of sit. It's just... And it works. I have so much to say. This has been a, a wild week <laughs> in so many ways. Um, Chris, my brother, my big brother, I have three of them, the biggest, oldest, you're the oldest, uh, just said, uh, I really thought there would be more profanity right there. Yeah, yeah, I did too. <clears throat> um, it's been a hell of a week. And in, in some ways it was very easy because I didn't have to be charming or smart, or clever. I just had to be present. And I made a choice to be out in the world a lot. I've been writing all week and going through lots of stuff all week. Amy says, what situation was the most difficult? (laughs) What situation was the most difficult to stay silent during? There are two answers. Um, One is, when I would have something really witty to say, like a really good comeback. Like, like that was just so sharp, but I, I just had to let it go. I, nobody around me could know that I was being so clever. And that was a humbling experience. Um, the other difficult <laughs> this week, my ex-wife had an affair with a woman who lived next door and she didn't tell me about it until after the divorce went through. Um, so it's been a couple months since I found out and I think about it all the time as you do when you find out that someone who you trusted could do something like that. And so for almost six months, I've been thinking like, cause she's about a mile this way and her fair partner who she's still with is a mile that way. And so I'm flanked and I always, whenever I leave the house, I look for them and I wonder what would happen or what I would say if I ran into her or them and of all weeks. It happened uh, yesterday. I was on a walk with my friend Anne and came right up to him. So I'd always wondered what I would say. 
and I didn't have to say anything. <laughs> oh, this is a weird one. This is a weird life. Uh, but I'm so glad that, um, that it's over. At the same time, I would have done this for a month. I absolutely would have done it for a month. It was a really um, interesting test of my own psychological world. Um, not being able to process my feelings out loud as I normally do <clears throat> is strange. And I had a lot of feelings to work out last week and I couldn't. So I worked them out in other ways, which you'll hear about on Saturday. Um, I saw something like Keith Clater, the best, one of the best photographers on the planet Earth, uh, asked, um, did you suppress laughter and spontaneous sounds? Uh, a great question. Anything spontaneous, I let myself experience. But I did try to suppress my laughter throughout a lot of it just to try to be as contained as possible. Somebody a few days into it commented on my Facebook where I was posting some cool video updates, um, asked if I'd considered or would ever do, um, I forget the name of it, I'll have to look it up, but a total silence in that, like, I don't even acknowledge you exist if I come across you. And that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know if I could do that. And I don't know what that would do to me. Um, but it's, it also was fascinating to put that into perspective. You know, like I, I, I handpicked how I wanted to deal with this week of silence a little bit beforehand, but also sort of winging it and improvising as I went. So yeah, it was a middle ground. Also, there was one time and you'll, you'll hopefully see the video a couple days into this, I was feeling really pensive. And usually when I feel sad, um, I talk <laughs> to my friends or people who love me. But I also, if I'm alone, which is a lot of the time, I will look at myself in the mirror face to face, like so I can see myself in the eyes and speak and be like, what's up? What's going on? And usually I get some progress. I get to understand what's what's under my skin, but I couldn't do that this week. And so uh, I played the drums quite a bit. And uh, my friend Cecilia, who is an uh, American Sign Language interpreter, happened to text and say, hey, want to catch up? <laughs> and I'm like, yes. <laughs> and I know, a, I know some sign language. And so it, it felt a little bit like cheating to talk with her for about half an hour. But um, I took a little segment out of it that we're going to share with you with her consent, of course. Um, she was asking about my newest tattoo, which is a cover up of a cover up of a cover up. And I was talking about what it meant to me and why I got it. And I asked her, you know, I know she doesn't have tattoos, but like, what would you get? And she's, She's like, I'm thinking about my first one, but I want to be like you, where, you know, it's all over. And I suggested that perhaps her first tattoo could be my name, C-H-I-O-N, on her throat. I'm just saying don't rule anything out. Just don't spell it wrong. Um, also, I did use, uh, <laughs> uh, these are all of, most of my um, notes. I definitely did write out to people. But not all the time when I was on a walk um, with somebody or certainly driving. No. But yeah, I used my handwriting, which was a whole thing. Um, Stephanie wants to know if I had conversations over text. Yes. Um, so as you can see, there were definitely like ways in which I wanted to communicate. But the focus for this project was not to use the spoken word. So yeah, there's a lot of different ways we can go with this. So I'm going to wrap this up and <laughs> get some water. It does feel weird to speak. Um, and again, I totally would have done this longer. And I also want to acknowledge that I'm really lucky to have a job where, first of all, this is my job. And second of all, like I'm allowed to do this. I can do this. I was sort of set free for the week 
to play in the world and explore and see how this feels and write. And oof, this week I'm going to be putting it together. So, so thank you. It feels better than I thought to be back. Thanks for uh, indulging me. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>